Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to a seemingly endless problem with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. Welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women transform their negative body image and obsession with weight into body confidence so they can show up fully in their life and their career. If you would like more support in reducing your cravings so you can maintain a healthy weight for good, then I invite you to schedule a complimentary call with me. On this call, I will share with you the exact blueprint you need to reduce your cravings for good. There's no obligation on this call, but if you would like to continue working with me, I would be happy to show you what that would look like. Now, I only open up a few of these calls each week. So if you would like support in reducing your cravings, then head on over to the show notes, follow my calendar link to book a call. I always have a hard time saying calendar. (laughs) I don't know. You can also find out more about me at my website, kisaamaro.com. That's K-E-Y-S-A-A-M-A-R-O.com or Instagram at kisa.amaro. And I want to give a shout out to all my listeners in Australia. I love Australia. Um, I went there in 2005. I know that's a long time ago. (laughs) It's probably changed since then. But I had an amazing time. Everyone was so friendly and it was really easy to travel as a broke just out of college person (laughs) because that's when I went. (laughs) Um, So shout out to you guys. You guys are amazing. Um, Okay, my friends, on to our topic for this episode. What is the cause of our cravings? What is it? Tell me. As a health coach, um, I always like to look at the root cause of things. I don't just want to address the symptom or the problem that's showing up. I want to get curious and find out what's at the root of the issue. Take cravings, for instance. I am not going to just tell you to stop eating sugar and start eating more vegetables. That would be pointless and won't, wouldn't be healthy or wouldn't be a healthy way to heal your relationship to food right? Because we're not addressing the root cause. It's like putting a band-aid on an infected wound. It will cover up the problem for a bit, but eventually the infection is going to worsen and you'll have to address the cravings again. So when I work with a client who struggles with cravings, I dig deep. I get to the root or yeah, the root or the reason you're having the craving, right? Because it's not about the food. It's not about having more willpower, and it's not about being more disciplined or eating more vegetables, right? When we dig deep and get to the root cause of the cravings, we can solve for that. We can clean out the wound and get rid of the infection and then put a Band-Aid on it so that it heals properly. This is how you heal your relationship to food. So what is at the root of your craving? What is causing your cravings? There are four things I'm going to share with you that can cause cravings. Okay, so four things I'm going to share with you today that are at the root of your cravings. Number one, not eating enough or restricting food. Number two, gut microbiome imbalance. Number three, our thoughts. And number four, our emotions. So notice that none of those included like what you eat or don't eat, right? Yeah, we talk about restricting food, but we'll get more in depth. 
but we're not talking about like, oh, eat this, not that. Okay. Notice that. So let's look at these one at a time and take a more in-depth look at them. The first reason I'm sharing is that you are not eating enough and restricting food or restricting the food. Okay. There are, there may be a few reasons why you're not eating enough, right? You might be on a restrictive diet where you only eat so many calories a day or like a certain quantity of food a day. When we do this, we are disassociating from our physical hunger cues, right? We ignore our physical hunger cues. We learn to listen to our physical hunger and fullness cues and rely or sorry, we don't listen to our physical hunger cues or fullness cues. And we rely on the diet, right? Or the number of calories to tell us how much we should be eating, right? So we we ignore our hunger and our fullness cues and we just listen to the diet, right? When we do this, we often eat too little. We deprive ourselves of certain foods or we just don't eat enough calories. This restriction may work for a while, but eventually your body is just going to be craving calories and calories that are easily digestible so that you get energy fast and foods that are easily easily digestible and can give you quick energy are foods that are high in sugar and refined carbohydrates, right? So we start to crave the ice cream, the cookies, the chips. When we restrict foods, we crave them, right? We want things we can't have, right? So if sugar is off limits for you, then eventually you are going to crave sugar or sugar foods. Make sure you're eating enough and you are listening to your physical hunger and fullness cues. This is so important to create a healthy relationship with food. Now, whether you are on a diet or you're just too busy to eat, um, you know, like your just day gets away with you and you don't plan a lunch and you haven't eaten all day, right? Be sure to eat enough and don't restrict food. Make this a priority, my friends. Okay. The next cause of our cravings is our gut microbiome when it is out of balance. If our gut microbiome, which is basically the bacteria in our intestinal tract, are out of balance, then this can cause cravings. Our gut has good and bad bacteria in it. This is what makes up our gut microbiome, the good and the bad bacteria. When the bad bacteria are in check, our digestive system works wonders. So we have a nice balance of the good and bad um, or the correct amount of each balance of each ratio, I guess, ratio might be the word, Um, then our our digestive system works wonders, right? It's fine. It digests our food efficiently. We get vital nutrients to our body and we feel good. We have energy. However, when the bad bacteria start overpopulating, this is when we start to have digestive issues and cravings. We don't properly digest our food and it can lead to uh, um, us malnourished as you know we aren't getting the vital nutrients we need from food it also slows down the digestive process so it can cause weight loss resistance now this di- dystopia 
of the gut microbiome will leave you with poor digestion and cravings. The cravings come from the overpopulation of bad bacteria. The bad bacteria feed on sugary and starchy foods. So your body is going to crave these foods. It wants it. If you think that you have an imbalance in your gut microbiome, then be deliberate about eating vegetables and whole foods, fiber and fermented foods, like adding that into your daily food intake. This will help the good bacteria in your gut repopulate and thrive, and it will help you with your cravings too. And I actually interviewed um, a good friend of mine, Danielle Emmons. She is a registered dietitian and nutritionist, and that is on episode 67. So we go, um, we talk a little bit more in depth about the gut microbiome and how it affects, you know, our cravings and our mindset. So take a listen to that. Um, okay. Number three. So the third reason that I'm going to share with you today of where our cravings come from is our thoughts. I alluded to this in last week's episode where we talk about cravings being the co- being caused by our thoughts. So let's talk about it. Our thoughts have a lot of power over us. I don't think many of us realize how much power our thoughts have on us. Our thoughts create our feelings, which drive our actions, which create the results in our lives. Wow. That is powerful, right? Our thoughts create the results in our lives, okay? So let's align this with your cravings. You have a thought about a food. Let's say Reese's peanut butter cups or insert your favorite craving food. The thoughts might be something like, that would taste so good, but I can't have them because they'll make me fat. They will make me feel better. I want them. They will fix this. If I could just have one, or it'll only be one bite. Okay. Let's take one thought to look at. Okay. The thought I'm going to use is that would taste so good, but I can't have them because they'll make me fat. Right. Who out here has ever thought this about a food? I know I have right? Ice cream, cookies, chocolate, all the things, right? I can't have it because it'll make me fat, but it's so good. (laughs) How does this thought make you feel? Deprived? Frustrated? Irritated? Does it create desire, a feeling of desire? You will probably feel one of these emotions or one similar to it, right? When you feel deprived, let's just say we feel deprived because it was like, I really want it, but I can't have it. I'm feeling deprived. What do you do when you feel deprived? You eat the food. (laughs) And this is what we don't want. So in order to reduce our cravings and feel in control around, around our favorite foods, we need to shift our thoughts around the food. This is the root cause. Not the eating of the food, but the thoughts behind the feeling of deprivation, which encourages you to eat the food. It's deep, my friends. So instead of thinking, that would taste so good, but I can't have it because it'll make me fat. Shift your thought to something like, this food doesn't serve me right now. 
I can have some tomorrow, right? When you think this thought about, about the food and believe it, thoughts must be believable, it shifts your feeling to one of maybe empowerment or indifference. When I feel empowered, I skip the Reese's peanut butter cups in the store and I don't eat them. So I invite you to get curious about your thoughts around your craving foods and notice how they create a feeling of desire or deprivation. Then choose new ones, ones that support you and create a healthy relationship with food and lessen your cravings. Okay, ones that create an emotion that supports an action that serves you. Okay, let's take a look at our last cause for cravings, and that is our emotions. (laughs) We might crave a food when we are feeling a negative emotion like stress or loneliness or frustration, or my favorite, procrastination, right? (laughs) Who doesn't love a good snack when you're procrastinating, when you don't want to do some work or fold the laundry? (laughs) Okay, so yes, I just said that our emotions come from our thoughts. So why don't we just change our thoughts, right? Why don't we just change our thoughts and then we don't have these emotions and we don't eat? Well, there are going to be times when stress is inevitable. Frustration is inevitable. You will experience negative and uncomfortable emotions in your life. This is part of the human experience. And I will argue that there are times that you want to feel negative emotions, right? There are times that you want to feel sad or you want to feel grief or you want to feel frustrated, right? Because it will fuel an action that serves you. When you feel a negative emotion, let's just take frustration, you eat food to cover up the unwanted physical vibration of frustration, This is where we find ourselves emotional eating, and that's okay. This is totally normal. I want you to know that eating to cover up an unwanted emotion is completely normal. It's wired into our brain to keep us safe, right? We are wired to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and do what's easiest. Negative emotions are uncomfortable, so we are wired to seek pleasure, right? Um, so we don't have to feel like the food is in control though, right? Like we may have these negative emotions and we have this desire for food to eat it, to cover up, but we don't have to feel like the food is in control. We can take the power back, so to speak, and learn to sit with our emotions and allow them. When we do this, we feel the emotion in our body. We feel the physical sensation that bring and bring awareness to that physical sensation in our body. We get out of our head and just notice what is coming up in our body. An emotion lasts for 90 seconds on average, and then it is gone for the time being. If you would like to know more about allowing emotions, check out episode 7 and 58, where I get go into more depth on allowing emotions. Okay, so I want to know which cause of cravings resonated most with you. Do you think your cravings stem from having a restrictive diet? Maybe your microbiome is out of balance. 
or maybe your thoughts or emotions are fueling your cravings. Let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. And remember, we are getting to the root cause of your cravings to shift them and reduce them once and for all. Stop putting Band-Aids on your infected wound and get that wound cleaned so it can heal properly. Okay, my friends, this is all I have for you today. If you like what you heard on this podcast, I invite you to head on over to iTunes and leave an honest review. This helps us show up higher in the search results and therefore we can reach and help more people. And if you feel compelled to, I invite you to share this episode on your social media. I'd greatly appreciate it. And join me for my next episode where we talk about doing hard things like quitting your cravings. It's not easy, my friends. I will help you do hard things. Until next time. Bye.